Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good morning, all. Happy Saturday. Happy gloomy Saturday. Look at this, look. Our last run, our last potential long run before we go on holiday. What is this about? Awful weather. So I'm not going to run right now. I'm going to hope it settles down. Gosh. And instead, I'm going to jump on here. I'm going to do a quick live video to you, beautiful people, sharing you my thoughts and giving you some considerations on running on consecutive days. Now, this is something that I talk about a lot with my runners, and I often pick them up on running on consecutive days, because while I don't think it's a case that it should be avoided at all costs, I do think there's some really important considerations. So running on consecutive days, on consecutive days, if I can speak on this Saturday morning, is convenient, isn't it? So for us, sometimes things get in the way in life and we don't always have the opportunity to space out our running days, or we might be running in, or have to potentially run in really bad weather, in which case we just write it off altogether bump it to the following day that could be bad weather or something else gets in the way we bump it on further and then before we know it we're almost playing catch up at the end of the week not in terms of overall weekly mileage your target but actually the amount of days that you've got versus how many training sessions you're trying to fit in uh, so I do think it can be quite um, it's completely understandable why people want to run on consecutive days but I do think there are some issues now if you are running let's say three times a week, you've got effectively four days to play with, haven't you? Which you can slot in as you feel uh, is appropriate to make sure that you're spacing out your runs. If you're running like six, seven days, some people, you know, serious, serious runners, high level club um, runners will be running double days some days, in which case obviously it's very difficult and trying to manage that training can be really tricky. But if you're running sort of three, four, even five days a week, you've still got a few days that you can play around with and I think it is important to avoid where possible running on consecutive days. Now there is some train of thought and a lot of uh, coaches will suggest that actually if you're running on tired legs that can be really helpful. So i.e. if you go and do a particular session let's say it could be a steady run, it could be a fast run, an interval session or something like that where you're putting a bit of fatigue in the body you go out you go out and run the following day you're and do an easy run you're running on tired legs which is kind of uh, relates to you doing well, how you're going to feel at the latter stages of a race, particularly a long distance race like a half marathon, maybe, or certainly marathons and, and ultras and beyond. So I understand why people will say, well, actually running on tired legs is a, is a good thing. So I kind of get that. And I, I do run on consecutive days myself, but that's really because of the number of days I'm running. I'm sort of running four, pushing to five at the moment. Certainly when we get back from holiday, I'm going to be looking at doing five runs a week. It's going to, only going to give me two days to play with, but I want to make sure I slot those days in logically. Does that make sense? So I think if you are, and here's the, the big consideration, here's the potential cost. If you are running on tired legs, is your form, your running form, how you run, your technique going to reduce to the point where you could end up injured? It's possible. You might run on consecutive days every week and you might be fine. But actually, if you're somebody that's nursing a bit of a niggle, if you've got some issues with calves or Achilles or glutes or piriformis or any of the other a whole massive list of running niggles and injuries. Do you want to risk being sidelined by running on consecutive days, running on tired legs when your form might be dropping? You know the classic hip drop where one hip kind of on your supporting leg kind of drops down. Do you want to uh, that problem to be um, 
exacerbated. I don't think you do. So I would certainly think about trying to space out your days. Now it is hard, as I mentioned at the beginning of this video, if you're working, I mean, I've got some runners that are super busy with their lives spinning plates as we all are, and it's really hard for them sometimes to try and put their sessions in. Um, although rest days, but I really would try and where possible space out your runs because you could execute your runs really well then, can't you? If you're going out there to do a long run, like your quality session, so like we'll call a long run a quality session. It is because of the sheer fact it's a long run. So it's a, an important run. Or if you're doing an interval session in the week or a hill session or something like that, I think the more fresh you are, the better you can execute that session in general. And the other thing I really believe strongly in, and we talk about this quite a lot in the performance community, I can see Callum Thomas, uh, that exercise guy, if you want to follow him uh, on, um, on Instagram. So he's the exercise scientist for my runners, the performance community. And we talk a lot about running on the day after your long run, especially if you're doing something like a marathon and you're really tired. I know a lot of us will view it as well. It's a recovery run. I'm going to go out and do a recovery run. And most of the time when we say it's a recovery, a recovery run, what we mean is we're going to run shorter than we normally do, but actually I'm just going to run at the same speed, the same pace. Or in fact, it might even be a bit quicker because I'm only running four miles or five miles versus the 15 I did on the Sunday. And I think actually, I question whether you're better just having a total day off. In all honesty, I mean, we typically tend to run on a Sunday. And if you follow me on Strava, you'll notice I don't do that many runs on a Monday. It's rare. I do on occasions. I was back up in the East Midlands recently visiting friends and family, my grandma, catching up with my runners. And I ran with a good friend of mine, Ian. And we went out on the Monday purely because we, we just, I rarely run with people. So we had the opportunity to do a very easy um, socially distance run. And that's what we did. Uh, but I wouldn't normally do that. I think it's probably better, in my opinion, just to have that total day off after after your long run, execute the session well, the long run, and then the following day, foam roll, stretch, go for a walk, get rid of the waste products and the soreness that you built up in the body from the previous day's run. So it's just some things to think about, guys. And, and you know, it's, it's, it is important to hit the week running, I think, excuse the pun, because although I think if you're running a long run on a Sunday and you have the Monday off, I think come Tuesday, it's important to try and get your head into right. You need to bank some sessions now, because I see it a lot with people. You'll leave it till the end of the week and then all of a sudden you're running Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's that compound effect, isn't it? And then you get injured. You might not, but if you get injured, which there's a high probability it's running and you, the stress level's high because you're running consecutive days, then afterwards you're thinking, do you know, actually I did run on consecutive days. I'm not sure I should have really done that. So it's something to think about, guys, because you think about it, the force that you, that you put your body, body under, and many experts will say it's two and a half times your body weight on your leg, on one leg. So you don't feel that, it doesn't seem like that when you're running, but that's what your body experiences. Forces that are equivalent, equal to two and a half times your body weight on one leg. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> you know, that is a lot. So something to be very, very mindful of, I think, uh, and bubble wrap yourself so that you can get into 2021 uninjured, ready to tackle all those amazing goals. So I hope you found that useful, guys. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Do you run on consecutive days? Of course, it, it isn't. It's not completely avoidable if you're running a number of days per week. We know that. You've got to run on consecutive days. But I don't think that should generally be how you operate your running tram, uh, your running plan, in my opinion. Cool. Right, I've got to go because I'm catching up with a coach in India. We're chatting to him about coming on the podcast, arranging a date to speak and record a call when I'm back from holiday. I'm really excited about this. I did call him earlier, actually. But I was like, super fired up, got coffee. All right, let's chat with this guy. It's going to be great. And then I realised that I got the time difference totally wrong. And I thought they were five and a half hours ahead. They're not four and a half hours ahead. 
Anyway, there you go. That's my day. Have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. Please run safe. Think about your training. Think about where you space those rest days, where you put them. And think about having the day off and doing something complimentary but different from running when you have just done a long run. Cool. Have a great weekend, guys. Speak to you very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday. Or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.